0: Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show. A new year and a new administration
1: in Washington. What will the arrival of a Biden White House mean for investors? In the Green Zone, Jeff Green and Lauren Smith are assessing the situation. Jeff, let's start with the possibility of a split Congress. Would that be a plus?
2: Well, you know, I'm all I'm all for split government because the less that gets done in Washington, <laughs> the better off oh. we all are. And when you have a, a split, and I don't care who's taking the White House. And again, this is not about who's what side you're on mm-hmm. on politics none of that mm-hmm. matters to me. What I what I care about is the effect that Washington will or will not have on the economy and the stock market for my clients. So I will I will say that I think that the Trump administration did some good things for the economy and uh, therefore the stock market. Decreased regulations, um, corporate tax cuts I think were big. Mm-hmm you know you had these trade wars these terrorists we've got, got to put china on notice a little bit it, you know everybody was all scared about that and look, look, look how we are now i mean everything it's fine and we talked about this in our podcast too patrice i remember a while back with all the, the china wars and trade mm-hmm. wars and, right and i you know i would say you know we do not having well, this isn't a trade war it's just a little skirmish and we <laughs> we got through it no problem but back to uh, a split Congress or a split a, a, um,
1: a split Congress, yeah.
2: Split, split Congress, split mm-hmm. government. So I th- I think that, yes, that's the best. Now, we won't know what the deal is with that until, uh, I believe, January 5th, which right. we talked about, uh, uh, when we have those elections in- Georgia. Uh, Georgia. So we'll see what happens there. I know that uh, both parties are pulling out all the stops to make sure that they win those seats. Those two seats are extraordinary. Who, whoever, who would have thought it came down to- georgia really you know a month or two after the election for goodness sake so i if if it if the republicans take it then i say that's a good thing and it's and i mean that because we have a a a divided government and that really prevents anything from passing and biden has has talked about raising corporate tax rates again yes even personal tax rates right so and by the way just as an aside note, with our clients, we are, we are in historically low tax brackets right now, and it, it, we, we've taken a look at many of our clients, if, if Roth conversions right. are right for them, Lauren does a great job on planning for those, but if you're considering a Roth conversion, and I know I'm getting off on a tangent here, I'm going to circle back, but if you're considering a Roth conversion this year, consider going
1: a little heavier, a little, a little heavier. Yeah. yeah.
2: And if it's right for you, right. And you get the advice of your, your, your tax advisor, your financial advisor, but in, in a lot of cases, it makes sense to convert more now while we know tax rates are lower versus when they may or may not go higher. Mm-hmm. So that's some free advice from Green Finance right there. <laughs> but if it pertains to you,
1: Jeff uh, always loved to say the tax codes are written in pencil. So they are. They're written if we, in we pencil. We know what we know right now. You might as well take advantage of it because you can always assume that they're going to go up and don't know what the future looks like. True. Right.
2: True. So back to uh, let's talk about corporate tax rates, right? So even if he even so we went from one of the highest corporate tax uh, rates in the world to a more normalized went from what, what was it 35 40% down to 25% or so those numbers are not going to be exactly right uh, but but this close so we have had a drastic reduction in corporate tax rates and when you when corporate tax rates decrease profits increase and so everybody's worried about well what happens if they raise corporate tax rates Jeff I mean you say now now they now their profits are going to go down yeah they're going to go down some not by a lot, but they're gonna go down some. And you gotta remember, we've been there before. Okay. We we went through decades of unreasonably high corporate tax rates. And we profited just the same. Our earnings kept growing, stock markets kept going higher. So it's not like this is a death knell by any stretch of the imagination. It's simply, you know, something that we have to consider along the way. And that's all.
1: Now energy is Basically that's your bailiwick. You're down in Houston. Yeah. How are you seeing energy under Biden's green agenda?
2: Well, I have a friend uh works uh in an energy company and he uh he he, he doesn't mind the pandemic really all that much <laughs> and he, you know he says that's fine as long as as long as they're driving cars I'm happy. <laughs> and so <laughs> know. As, you know as long as they're burning gas and they're not locking down everybody can go drive around then he's happy. So they're, they're they're burning fuel, but I I don't see this like the AOC's Green New Deal this radical agenda. I really don't see all of that playing through again, you know. Especially certainly if we have a split government, then none of that stuff is gonna is gonna pass through. We still need energy. We still need uh, fossil fuels. That does not. It's not going to change overnight. I've I've seen solar go up and down over the years. And it's always reverted back to the same fossil fuels and energy, you know, that we've been using for decades.
1: All right. You mentioned COVID. Uh, what do you see for healthcare?
2: Healthcare, we follow healthcare great. It's one of the the many sectors that we follow, but healthcare is kind of in terms of stock market performance, it's really kind of faltered a little bit. And yes, I know that we have a vaccine out. we I know that we've seen you know uh, Moderna and and whoever else you know some of their stock prices go crazy, and that's company specific. And I, but again, I you I remember when Trump and and Hillary were running, and healthcare got scared if Hillary was going to get elected because you know, it was going to affect the healthcare industry in a big way. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing some of that right now. Again, it, it, a lot's hinging on January 5th in Georgia as to whether or not some of these policies are going to go through and who's going to get hit and who's not going to get hit. So we're still kind of in a wait and see mode with some of this, but uh, time will tell.
1: All right. Then how about ESG investing, you know, environmental, social governance? Do you see that getting a boost under yeah. Biden?
2: Yeah. Corporate government. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So Hmm. that's like the politically correct stocks. Right. And uh, so, yeah, you know, certainly when you see Biden come in, when you see the left come in, that those are those kinds of companies are going to uh, get a boost. And just because the, the general policymaking is going to benefit in that direction. I mean, look at what happened with the work from home stocks. I mean, Zoom. Zoom was out of control. Uh, Zoom, what were some yeah. of the other ones? Well, we, uh,
0: DocuSign.
2: DocuSign. Doing well. I mean, some of these companies have just, I mean, gone crazy. I remember early on, I say early on, way back in March when the pandemic hit, March April, companies like Winnebago were going up.
1: That's uh, right. Yeah. Malibu Boat. boats. Yep. Were it going was up. camping. World of camping. That one yeah. was going through the roof. Also. What was that gym one? Oh, Planet Fitness. Planet
2: Fitness. You know, th- th- they figured out ways paint fitness figure out ways to make you work out from home they're one of the first mm-hmm. ones to do it and then everyone kind of caught on and you know began the zoom workouts from home yeah. so peloton peloton, peloton yeah. yes so these all these companies went kind of crazy so and it it it, it was time specific economic specific right and so it's the same way with the esg it's you know kind of Government specific, so it's the same. So it's that same concept. You would tend to think that, yes. Now, while the 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 pandemic stocks, the work from home stock, those were that's kind of an extreme example, but yes, you would tend to think when the left takes power, these types of of uh, stocks would tend to get a boost.
1: All right, you mentioned a couple of of uh, tech stocks like Zoom, even Peloton. I guess you could consider almost a tech stock these days. Do you see a greater move to break up the bigger tech companies?
2: Well, that's a great question. Certainly they are under a lot of pressure right now. And I, you know, it's every other day I'm seeing some tech giant getting grilled on Capitol Hill. So I, something's coming. I don't know what. We'll see what happens there. They've they they tend to, you know, I don't know, I don't know, if pushing agenda is the right term, but they, you know, they they shape things. I don't know if they're allowing free speech 100. percent. What do you think, Lord? I'm out. I
0: don't. I don't know. It's a tough. It's such a tough.
2: They have these. Remember when uh, Patrice you're Don't remember Ma Bell, right? When they broke up Ma oh, Bell because yeah, they yeah. felt, right. So it's and it's not that to that extreme, but it, it's it's kind of like that, you know. If Facebook's the only medium we have out there to to be on a social media platform, then you know that's the dominant thing and then that's that rules what we do and fortunately it's not i mean there's other things right there's instagram and
1: linkedin if you can call it social yeah. media yeah tiktok tiktok
2: tiktok yeah that's <laughs> a good you think thing I, I knew jeff, that yeah. one, did jeff you? loves tiktok <laughs> i do my dances on tiktok <laughs> uh so that again i that's a great question patrice and i i think that i you know you're seeing something coming that way. I don't know what's going to happen. I have no no idea, but it looks like something's going to happen with you guys.
1: Do you see some bipartisanship showing up in Washington? I mean, to me it seems it's got to show up. But do you see it I, happening?
2: I hope so. I don't I don't I, I I feel like when when Trump was in office everyone was just out to get him and it was he spent 4 years under attack and and part of it was his own doing and, you know, but part of it was just people not liking him and attacking him. And I, don't, I thought he did an amazing job for being under attack like he was. And now you're seeing Biden come in and I don't, I don't see the attacks the way they were coming at him. I don't see it. So I, I hope that we can come to some sort of civility uh, in Washington and, you know, work together for the good of the country, and not for the good of a party or a person or an agenda. You know, we are the United States of America, and uh, it's bigger than all of us, and it's bigger, bigger than anybody in Washington. You know, we elect these leaders uh, to go do a job, and that's do the best thing you can for our country. And mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and it it dismays me when I see the bickering, and the one-sidedness of everything. So I'm hopeful that we will see some bipartisanship. We'll see some you know, people working together from across the aisle and, and uh, get some good things done.
1: All right. I will say a little piece here myself. I think the smart people aren't going into politics anymore.
2: Uh, that, that's, uh, I, I couldn't agree more, Patrice. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I mean, who would want to?
1: Who would want to do <laughs> it? Exactly, be exactly. Like that?
2: Who would want to do it? And I'm surprised, you know, Trump did it. Uh, what what did he need to go into politics for? I mean, I, yeah, I think he's got an ego. Yeah, I mean, oh, totally, total Don't, ego. Okay, he's... yeah, we can we can go with that. Um, but he certainly didn't need it.
1: No, yeah. no, he's doing. No, did not.
2: He's doing okay. <laughs> and he'll be just fine afterwards. Yeah, he'll be okay afterwards.
1: Now the smart people are going into business because they know that's the place to make the money and to make yeah, an impression. Like,
2: like Lauren, I mean, yeah. like there I said, the smartest person I know. So <laughs> she's in business, <laughs> not <laughs> politics. Just too many skeletons, anyway. I know a few of them. Oh, so. whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what's she's you.
1: That's no. she's oh, running.
2: you'd go down. Oh,
1: whatever. <laughs> All right. As we wrap this up, is there anything else you see coming up with the new administration that really stands out to you?
2: Well, I will say this. And again, my my business is not politics. My business is economies and and markets and and planning for my clients. And I will say this, I think, I, in my opinion, 2021 is going to be a very good year for us economically, for us in the market. Um, there's really not much standing in our way. If we have a gridlocked government, even better. But if we don't, that's okay. There's not a whole lot that can be done in 21. So 21, you know, and I'm talking about tax hikes and, and all this other stuff. Not a lot of that can be, get done retroactively for 21. So I think 21 is going to be a very good year. That's my that's my, that's my story. I'm sticking to it.
1: I like it. We need a good year. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I, I think it's going to be right. I think the vaccine's going to come out. You know, hopefully we don't have to wear masks for much longer, but who knows? We'll see. Either way, economically speaking, going to be good.
1: I did read an analyst who said he thought that the – beginning of the Biden administration would be as good as the beginning of the first term for President Nixon. Because you've got the pent up demand, you've got the vaccine that's coming, people will suddenly be able to get out there, hopefully. And he was seeing, as you just said, a really great year.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's That's a good way to put it.
1: All right. Well, how can listeners reach you if they want to share their thoughts on this? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Please do. www.greenfinancialgrp.com or call us at 713-244-3030.
1: Or follow us on social media, Green Financial Group on Facebook, Jeff Jeff Green and Lauren
0: Smith on LinkedIn.
1: And Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of the Green Financial Group, thank you. For an alert to a new episode of The Green Zone, subscribe to the podcast using the subscribe button on this page. You can also share with friends and colleagues with the share button. I'm Patrice Sacora, and let's talk again, later.
0: Thank you for listening to the Green Zone Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities is offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker or dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas, 77057, and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.